You are listening to the PBL Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. Your host here, Eve Vanderbilt, with his trusted canine co-host, Woody, where we bring it to you raw, unfiltered, with no chaser. All right, Woody, you ready to talk about Joe Biden? No, no, me neither, man. I don't want to either. Hey, uh, you found the PBL Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. Woody's with me. Nobody wants to talk about Joe Biden. He's just a senile old man, cheese falling off his cracker, can't even walk straight, chasing a dog naked. I mean, who wants to talk about this guy? But he said something yesterday, so it's time to bring up Joe Biden. And I got to tell you, if uh, Trump is unable to pull it off and remain president of the United States, we are going to have so many more of these motive, 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 mom, look at me. I'm doing the Joe Biden moment. Oh my gosh. I hope this is not infectious. We are going to have so many of these Joe Biden moments. It's, it's going to be to a point, it's going to be laughable at first and it already kind of is, but it's going to get just scary. It's going to get scary that this man, this man right here uh, will be the president of the United States or could be at this point. We hope he's not. God willing, we hope he is not going to make it. But this is what he said yesterday. And I hope you all are listening as with all the trouble you're going through, you cannot be traveling during these holidays as much as you want. I, I have a large family. We are, you probably, I used to, Brock used to kid me about it. I mean, Everything for me is family, beginning, middle, and end. When one comes, everybody comes. You think I'm joking? I'm not. You know, we would have 16 people go away every Thanksgiving. My deceased son, before he passed away, uh, we'd all go away, and we'd go away on Thanksgiving to be just a, a nuclear family. Mom, dad, sons, daughters, husbands, wives, grandchildren. And uh, we, the first time, we had, a, we had a Thanksgiving with my wife and myself, my daughter in the region, and her husband, who's a doctor in the region. That's it. All my other kids, everybody else in the family, was on Zoom on Thanksgiving, which doesn't... Well, Christmas is going to be a lot harder. And, you know, I, want, I don't want to scare anybody here, but understand the facts. We're likely to lose another 250,000 people dead between now and January. You hear me? Because people aren't paying attention. People aren't paying attention. You are, Dan. You're not letting people congregate inside your restaurant. You know what that would mean. But, so there, but there's ways we, we have to bring down the virus. We have to bring down the, the, the replication rate of it. How, you know, anyway, and we have to significantly increase testing. So, yeah, so don't, don't travel. Uh, you can't be with your families. And uh, gosh, I don't, I don't want to be the bear. I don't want to be the bear of bad news. I don't want to scare anybody, but you're all going to die. Well, 250,000 of you are going to die between now and the, end of, the beginning of the year. You're going to die. You're going to die. I don't want to scare you. I don't want to scare you. I do not want to scare you, but 250,000 of you are going to die. Just going to happen, you know. And you know why? It's because people aren't paying attention. Well, you, you know, you, you Democrats are, but the people who aren't paying attention, you're going to die. You're going to die. You're going to die. I don't want to scare you. I do not want to scare you, but you're going to die. And it's your own damn fault because you're not paying attention. 
That's basically what he's saying. This guy, this guy who wants to be the president of the United States just went out there and says, I don't want to scare anybody, but because you're a complete dunderhead and are not paying attention or doing what we told you to do, listening to the experts, uh, you're going to die. 250,000 of you are going to die between now and the beginning of the year. That means eight, over 8,000 deaths a day. And you know what the left does? Oh, it's so great to hear somebody speak honestly. I mean, honestly, he's speaking honestly. He's telling you that you're a stupid ass who's not paying attention or going to die. 250 years. I don't want to scare anybody, but a lot of you people are going to die. Not paying attention. You are not paying attention. So therefore, you are going to die. And it's your own damn fault. I don't want to scare you. Now, I'm not old enough to remember Jimmy Carter's administration, um, but I do remember reading in the history books a lot about, you know, the Malays Index. Remember the Malays Index? Well, most of you probably don't because it's gone away. When Jimmy Carter was president, things were so bad economically in our nation. There were long gas lines. Gas was just, I mean, it was outrageously expensive at the time, we thought. I don't think it would be considered outrageously expensive now what it was, but there were shortage, gas shortages, uh, energy shortages, and Jimmy Carter would sit by the fireside and tell you how bad it was, and it was basically your fault as well. We, he hasn't even been inaugurated yet, and he's already doing that. Bring back the malaise index, because here we come. I don't want to scare anybody, but <sighs> because you're not paying attention, you're going to die. You're going to die. My God, help us. Help us. This is unbelievable that this man potentially is going to be inaugurated president on January 20th. Another thing is like Biden, he went on, uh, he did an interview with Jake Tapper and um, a couple of things he said uh, on this interview that are just, wow. One was very tell, actually, actually both were very telling. Let me do the one that's kind of just makes you go, wow. Uh, and another one that just makes you go, what? So listen to Biden uh, talk about if he disagrees, if the disagreement between him and Kamala Harris come up. But all kidding aside, the first lady to be told me she holds them for you. Yes, she does. But not with she's because she, she and yeah, Kamala have become like friends. Yeah. But all kidding aside, it's it's a matter of the thing. We are simpatico on our philosophy of government and simpatico on how we want to attach approach these issues that we're facing. And so I don't have, and when we disagree, it'll be just like, so far, it's been just like when Barack and I did. It's in private. She'll say, I think we should do A, B, C, or D. And I'll say, I, don't, I like A, don't like B and C. Mm -hmm. And let's go, okay. But, and I, like I told Barack, if, if, if I reach something where there's a, a fundamental disagreement we have based on a moral principle, I'll, uh, I'll, 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 I'll develop some disease and say I have to resign. Uh, I'm sorry, say what? Uh, you, 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 what? Now, a couple of things. You know, I, the, the clip started with what you heard was <clears throat> to, for, about the first lady, uh, Tapper, saying she holds them for you. And we can only assume that he meant his balls, but I, that, I digress. That's not the point of this clip. Is it, He just told you. Biden just told you. The fake president-elect just told us, the American people, that if ever come a time where... Him and his fake president-elect vice president 
will come to a disagreement. <clears throat> Remember, if he and his fake elect vice president have a disagreement, well, he'll just come up with a disease and resign. I mean, think about what he just said. Forget the fact about, I understand the disease and resign thing. It's like, really? But he just basically said that if he and his vice president come to a disagreement, he's going to resign because she is, I don't know, right? I mean, it's not, he would be the leader. And he just said that if he comes to a disagreement with his subordinate, then he's the one that's going to resign. What kind of leadership is that he basically just told me all kamala harris has to do is uh okay here here let me play it out for you uh joe biden to kamala harris uh hey kamala i'm gonna i'm gonna go uh to the bathroom kamala harris joe i don't agree with you going to the bathroom joe biden oh crap all right well let's put out to the press that i have a disease and i'll resign some kind of disease I, what should it be dementia i mean that's the obvious one right so, I mean, that's how simple this is going to be, that Joe Biden is going to resign if Kamala Harris and he have one disagreement. One disagreement. And um, <laughs> I just, I mean, this is some kind of alternative world. Would somebody please wake me up? This isn't real. This is not real. This cannot be happening in our great nation. But yet, here we are. Now, also in uh, the interview with Karen Tapper, Joe Biden shared the story with Karen as to how he came to hurt his foot. I wear the big boot most of the time, but when coming out here, it's just kind of clumsy. So they gave me this little thing to work. How, how is your foot and what happened? What happened was I, <laughs> I got out of the shower. I got a dog and anybody who's been around my house knows, dropped a little pup, dropped a ball in front of me. And for me to grab the ball, and I'm walking through this little alleyway to get to the bedroom, and I grabbed the ball like this, and he ran, and I was joking, running after him to grab his tail. And what happened was that uh, he slid on a throw rug, and I tripped on the, on the rug he slid on. That's what happened. Oh, man. <laughs> not, not, not very exciting story. No. Um, I don't mean to do this. I really don't. I, I apologize profusely. But you realize what he just told you there? He, got, he just got out of the shower, dog drops the bowl, and he went to grab it and toss the bowl, and the, they chased after the dog, and the dog slid on the throw rag. He grabbed his tail, cracked his foot uh, right after he got out of the shower. I don't know about you guys, but anyway, we are talking about Joe Biden, so I could be wrong here, but I don't know about you guys, but I generally don't shower with my clothes on. Now, Biden's a special case here. He very well could have, but imagine this, and I so am sorry that I just said that to you. I know, I know, I know. Joe Biden just shared with the American public that he hurt his foot while grabbing his dog's tail naked. I, you just can't make this up. This is, uh, oh, Joe, 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 Joe. Did we need to know that? No, we did not need to know that. Did, no, we just, we just didn't. All right, so Biden goes on with more stuff. There's more stuff coming out in Biden, and I'm not going to, I'll wrap up Biden as quickly as I can here because I, I don't, I didn't, again, I don't like talking about the guy. I, I will after the election, if he, he is elected president of the United States, once he is, 
if December 14 comes, he gets enough of the, the required electoral votes and he is the president-elect, I'm going to rip on the man like there's no tomorrow. He's going to provide so much content for political pundits on the right that it's going to be epic. It's going to be overwhelming. Now, here's from CNN. It's CNN exclusive. Biden says he will ask Americans to wear masks for the first 100 days he's in office. Now, if he is elected office, he's going to be elected, inaugurated on January 20th, 2021. So he's going to wait till then to ask Americans to wear masks for the first 100 days. Now, let's talk about what's going to happen. One is he can't do it. Um, He cannot mandate it. And that's why the wording here, is very specific. He's going to ask Americans. See, he's, the idea in politics is you go straight to the American people. Now, Trump has done a masterful job of doing that through his Twitter account, and he's also done a masterful job of doing that through these hearings that we are seeing from state to state to state in the battleground states. That's taking it to the American people. So this is what they're trying to infer here, that <clears throat> he will ask Americans to wear the mask for the first 100 days he's in office. He cannot mandate it by law, and he knows this. The only thing he can do is go to the state governors and ask them to mandate it. He can't request that they do. He can only ask. And after January 20th of 2021, 27 states will have Republican governors. That plan ain't going to work. So he's going to go to the American people and he's going to ask Americans to wear masks for the first 100 days. And the media will follow along and you will be shamed if you don't wear a mask. You think it's bad now? You just wait until that day starts, that clock, that 100-day clock starts. On January 20th, 2021, if this man is sworn in as the next president of the United States of America and you do not wear a mask, even alone in your car, even while taking a dump in your own home, you're going to be shamed. It's going to be a scarlet letter. The new Scarlet Letter. The the current one is, by the way, if you're a Trump supporter. This one will be the first 100 days. If you're not out wearing masks, you are evil. Mark my words. This is going to happen. The first 100 days of his administration, because now what's going to happen, I say that a lot. i got to stop saying that. Then after that, 100 days, magically, it'll all go away. See, they're all, they're all laying the groundwork here. They're laying the groundwork for COVID to go away because COVID cannot remain. Regardless of who is president of the United States, COVID cannot, it's been used as a, it's been used, it's, its use right now is to get Trump out of office. And it, it's been effective. I mean, look what we're at, look at what we're dealing with, look at what we're battling. COVID-19 was released upon the world, uh, specifically the target America, hey, Tinfoil hat here, conspiracy, target America to get rid of Trump. The Chinese have done anything, everything they could to get rid of this, this president, and this is it. COVID-19 is upon us as a world. Now, there's more than just America. That's one of the targets from COVID-19. The other target is the rest of the world to hurt it economically so China can be the one that rises up. Because if you go back, you know, look at China right now. China, oh, we are, and I'm not, I guess I'm a bigot if I use an accent, Chinese accent. So maybe I should use a Mexican accent. I don't know. Maybe Italian, I'm more Italian. I could use Italian. I'm a Dutch. I'm a lot Dutch. But got the DNA test to prove it. So I'll try to use this Slavic or um, this um, Norwegian, um, you know, Eastern Bloc accent. All right, to do this. All right, let's see if we make it happen. 
No, never mind. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm sorry. So Ch- China, <clears throat> I lost my train of thought. <laughs> it's gone so far off the path here. So China is uh, the first thing that they want to do is they needed to hurt America. The second thing, they, uh, the secondary thing on this is to hurt the rest of the world because China, if you look at what's coming out of China, the reports out of China right now are that, hey, look at us. <laughs> We've got our death rate under four, 5,000 people. That's right. Oh, we Chinese, man. We, uh, <laughs> we only had like 4,800 deaths. You, the rest of the world, look at America. 266,000. Oh, you guys, you guys got some problems over there. Oh, you know, when we, we got a lot of testing, 160 million, but that it stops at 160 million. It, it, it's done. We're done. 160 million. We had a clock, a ticker. It takes 160 million. I want you to stop it. Don't go 160 million. One, 160 million. And I say this because if you go and look at the reports, 160 million is what China reports. So, the Chinese uh, miraculously did phenomenal with the COVID. Uh, Wuhan uh, Kung Flu uh, China virus. It's it's like they got rid of it right away. Ooh, how did they do that? Interesting, isn't it? Anyway, uh, by the way, how they did that is basically pretty much killed a lot of people and you know covered it up. So it's all fake. It's it's. But the Chinese, you look at the, what the Chinese are doing right now. They don't care about the virus. Um, they don't care at all. There's one point five, one point you know, one point five billion people in China. All they care about is world domination. So if they lose a few hundred thousand that they have to kill to keep this quiet, then they don't care about that. Yeah, I know. I know. It's conspiracy theory. Whatever. Sue me. Um, So now uh, Biden comes out with this 100 days edict. And it's all by design. It's all by design. The media, after that 100 days, COVID will be miraculously gone. You'll all be injected with this vaccine, whether you want to or not. You know, whether it has a microchip in it to track you, I don't know. People are saying it doesn't, so that makes me think, well, maybe it does. I don't know. But you're going you're to have this vaccine, in you, so, so you'll lose some hair, maybe grow a third eye. It doesn't matter. You'll be able to get on a plane and travel. It doesn't matter because you've been vaccinated, and now you're a loyal subject. And then pretty soon after that, we'll start hearing, okay, you got to have your vaccination papers and wait till the, wait till, wait till the Biden Harris or Harris Biden administration uh, starts talking about a social score. Yeah. Do you know they do that in China? You have a social score in China, but anyway, I don't want to get into that now. Uh, so this is what Biden's first 100 days, but you know what? Biden can't even keep track of his own mask. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this for you, and you're going to see Biden, if you're watching the video, you're going to see Biden get totally confused about the mask, and I'll, uh, I don't know what, if you can hear it in the audio, but if you, in the audio, slightly hear, listen, listen what he says after he realizes he lost his mask and when he found his mask. Okay, so I'm going to give a little bit of commentary on this because there's not a lot of audio on this video. Uh, so for you watching it, you'll see what's happening. And if you're listening to this, I'll kind of explain. So Biden's at the podium. He gives his speech, whatever his speech is. And uh, he t- watch his left hand. In his left hand, now he, he's got his binder. And in his left hand, you can see his thumb and the, his mask is pinned to his thumb inside the binder. And he closes the binder with his mask in it. Let's watch. Anna, thanks for accepting. Appreciate it. Mask I think they're going to clean this off for us here. Moving very slowly. 
very clean of the podium. Sides, opens up speech book for the next speaker. Okay. Biden's in the back, he's looking around, looks confused. Oh, 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 he's looking for his mask, looks up. Comes over to the podium, he looks around. Nope, I put it in my book. Nope, I put it in my book, he realizes he put it in his book. And the old man sits down. So that, ladies and gentlemen, is allegedly who 80 million Americans had voted for for president of the United States of America. The man, I mean, I, I want to say I feel sorry for him, but I don't. I don't. I simply don't. I think Biden is a vile and disgusting human being. He's a corrupt politician, has been corrupt since the beginning of his career. You can go all the way back to his first senatorial campaign in 1972 with their alleged mob ties to help him, that helped him get reelected. And so I don't want to scare anybody. But that man right there is on the cusp of becoming your president of the United States of America. God help us all. God help us all. All right, let's get into um, some of the COVID stuff. And there, uh, you know, COVID news is, I know people are getting tired of this. I know they are. I, I mean, there's just, it's getting to the point where I don't want to talk about it. You don't want me to talk about it. It's to, you know, the... The whole mess of COVID-19, uh, it's, it's just, it's a joke. I mean, it's a joke, and we all know it's a joke. We all know that none of this is real. So I had planned to talk a little bit more about the COVID-19, um, but, you know, after just talking about Biden and his 100 days of mask, I mean, I'm just, I'm like you. I'm tired of it all. I mean, we've got these vaccines coming out, and who knows what's in these things. You've got a, a, a survival rate of 99.9798%. If you do the math here in the United States, you had deaths attributed to COVID-19, 0. 0.00751. And then you've got other reports saying that of those 0. 0.00751 deaths, which are like 260,000 deaths, uh, there each one of those had maybe two and a half under other underlying conditions. You've had a PhD student, student release a report on Johns Hopkins website that was pulled by Johns Hopkins because they didn't want to instill any kind of fear, give people false comfort. But basically laid out that heart disease is down, all these other deaths are down, but and COVID-19 has risen. And it's decimated our economy. You've got governors and you've got mayors, you know, you got uh, mayor of LA, scaredy pants saying we have to cancel everything. You got specialists on CNN saying Christmas is canceled. You got Joe Biden here saying no more travel. And we are the greatest nation on earth. And we have provided and have, have helped the world in so many ways that without America, uh, and I know I got a lot of international listeners, and I, and I don't mean to diminish your contribution to the world, but there's no arguing that our economic power, our military power has benefited the world. I mean, you, can, uh, you look at history, and post-World War II, America's rise was just incredible. And now on the horizon, we see a communist government peering its head, wanting to take over. Regardless of where you live, in what part of the world you live in. Now, I played for you, and I didn't play it this time. There, um, 
uh, I'll do it tomorrow or uh, over the weekend. Maybe I'll do it on Monday. Uh, James O'Keefe and his organization, Project Veritas, exposing CNN. And they did, and he had a recording of some CNN uh, folks talking about how Cubans, they must like bullies, that we have to counter their opposition to or counter their, their thought, the narrative that Biden is socialist. People from, who fled Cuba understand this. People who live in these totalitarian nations, and I, I checked the stats. I got some of you listening to the show every once in a while, understand this, that the freedom that we have in this country has spread around the globe, and the freedom that other nations uh, uh, have are so precious. And here we have, over the horizon, peering over the top now, the communist government of China wanting to be the world superpower, the lone world superpower. By 2049, they want to be economically bigger than any other nation on the planet. Now, I mentioned the social scores earlier in the show. And what I meant by that is China employs social scores. You have a social score if you live in China. And I got a few listeners in China email me, pblpodcast at gmail.com, and your social score gives you your status and what you're going to be able to achieve. If you have a very low social score, achieving in your nation is going to be difficult. And that is how you start blending capitalism, socialism, communism together. Do you want that? Do you want that in your nation? I'll ask you, I'll ask everybody, but then I'll ask the Americans here in America, do you want, you want a social score? Oh, some will probably say, you know, we have credit scores. It's not the same. The government's going to give you a social score, and that's going to dictate what you can and cannot do, what you will and will not achieve. Biden's talking about he's going to ask Americans for the first 100 days to wear masks. And if you don't wear a mask, what happens? Well, you're going to be shunned. You're going to be, you're going to be shamed. Now, we have vaccines coming out for this virus that has a survival rate of 99.9%. Seven nine eight percent. This virus that is uh, allegedly killed point zero 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 seven five one of the population of the United States of America, and if you're in India, it's killed even less. You have a lower per capita rate than America does, but yet we have a government that uh, is going to mandate a virus. And how are they going to do this? They're going to do this through the social construct. They're going to do this by saying, yeah, if you don't have a virus, you can't go to a concert. You can't go, you can't fly. You won't maybe get government services. Maybe you won't be able to go to school. Don't think it can't happen here because it is happening here. God forbid that the Republicans lose the Senate January 5th. So if you live in Georgia, you need to vote, and you need to vote in the Senate race for the Republicans. And I, I implore, even if you're a Democrat listening to this, not a leftist, a Democrat, a liberal, because there is a difference. There's a huge difference between the liberals and the leftists. If you're a liberal Democrat listening to this, I have the utmost respect for you. But you got to vote Republican. You gotta vote Republican January 5th. We've gotta have that firewall of the Senate. We'll have the firewall of the state legislatures. We'll have the firewall that the House of Congress won't have two-thirds of it being Democrat controlled. And that firewall will protect us from the Constitution being amended. But it's not enough. We need another firewall, and we need that Senate firewall. 
Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the PBL Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. I'll get to those other topics at a later time. Uh, this one kind of went a little long, but it, I thought it was worthy of the conversation. You may not. I don't know. We'll see it in the numbers. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for your patronage, if you will, here at the PBL Podcast. We appreciate all of you. And we, again, uh, the numbers are good. We want to keep growing. We need your help. We, I ask for it a lot, and I understand it could be a little tiresome. I keep asking, but we do need your help to help us move this show forward by sharing it, liking it, subscribing to it. And that's the key, that subscription. Even if you don't listen or watch the videos on YouTube or Rumble, that subscription helps move us up in the algorithm and we get seen and giving us a five-star ratings, especially if you're listening to us on Apple iTunes. Again, from the bottom of our heart, Woody, who's down here, and myself, thank you so much for listening to the BBL Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. 